This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter Wonderful Pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, Wonderful Pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker. The protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So good to have you in today. Works for Fox Sports. Three Super Bowl rings. Two-time Pro Bowler. Popular host in Denver. Also popular here inside the building at Fox. Our buddy Mark Slareth now joins us live. So um, I always want to address Denver with you because you're embedded in the organization. And I had said last week um, that whenever I have a family problem, I'd rather address it, deal with a pain that let it stress everybody out for years and poison stuff. Like, let's address stuff. Let's let's deal with discomfort. And I just look at the one in six Lions and they felt hopeful, optimistic, had an identity. I look at the one in five Broncos and I'm like, Okay, there's the Russell Payton contract thing. They don't do anything well. I don't think it's the same story. What do you do with Russell? If I had to say, all right, Mark, in one year, what? it just feels like this thing's not going to ever course correct by itself. Yeah, no, I'm 100% with you. You know, you, you talk about the comparison, and Sean Payton made the comparison to, you know, the Lions last year, as you mentioned, one and six, and then all of a sudden, you know, went eight and two at the last half of the season and started off the season five and one. And, like, they're built differently. They were built from the inside out. Like, when you talk to Dan Campbell, he'll tell you the best player on my football team is Penny Sewell, our right tackle. We built it from the inside out. We, we've addressed the defensive line. We have addressed the offensive line. You know, we went out and got a quarterback who can win from the pocket, who, let's face it, is a top five quarterback in the league right now or top six or seven. Anyhow, in Jared Goff, he's playing great football. You don't have any of that in Denver right now. And so, you know, to act like that, that, that you're on that, that path is not correct. I, I would be shocked if Russell Wilson makes it past this year, if he's the quarterback of the Denver Broncos next year. I, I would be shocked. And it's not that Russell Wilson is playing terrible football. I mean, Thursday night, notwithstanding, he was bad Thursday night, but it's not that he's playing terrible football, 
but he's not playing winning football and he's not elevating the players around him. And so from that standpoint, I think it's time to clean house and it's time to, you know, get new players. Here's my, here's my point that I talk about on my radio show and on my podcast, Paul Colin is all right. So it was Vance Joseph and it was Vance Joseph's coordinators. It was, uh, you know, it was uh, Bill Musgrave and, and Mike McCoy. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't. It was uh, Vic Fangio, and it's his offensive coordinators. It was uh, Rich Scangarello, and it was, uh, you know, uh, um, Pat Shermer. Oh, wait, no, that's not it. It was Nathaniel Hackett and, and, the, and the clown show they brought in. That was the problem. Uh, oh, no, wait, no, now it's Sean Payton. It's, he's the problem. At some point, don't you have to point to the players and say, our players aren't good enough? We don't have good enough players. We don't have guys that are professional. And I say this all the time. Just because you play a pro sport doesn't make you a professional. And the bottom line is they don't have enough professional football players on their roster. So at some point, it's time to move off those players and get different players. Yeah, that that's interesting. You, you would... Um... I don't think Russell Wilson would have much of a market with that contract. I, I don't know how you get out of it. You know, everything, you know, it's funny. Everything's negotiable. I mean, Mark, we've seen mm-hmm. this before. Trey Lance Niners, everything's movable. You could, somebody will go get Russell Wilson, and and it may, I, I don't know. I don't know who. I don't want to speculate there. But um, has Peyton lost any of ownership, front office, fans? Because he had a misstep with Hackett. How is the the feeling, the pulse? Because we know the Russell, the Bronco. We know stuff's going to change. Fans are pretty, you know. Listen, Denver's had some turbulent times here in the last ten years. How's Peyton standing right now? Well, I think Peyton's. I think Peyton's fine. I think you hired a guy that you knew that could come in and and fix things, and you probably had a question on how long it would take to fix those things. And at this point, you're figuring it out. Like you're looking at your roster saying, you know what? I may have a little bit of a, uh, I may have over evaluated my roster. Um, and maybe it was just hyperbole when I said I'd be disappointed if we didn't make the playoffs. I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to say. You don't come in and say, yeah, you know what? I'm expecting to miss the playoffs. And I look pretty, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Not, you, you always are going to, you're always going to push the envelope on that kind of stuff. But I think the ownership understood that there was a lot of work to be done. And they wanted to hire an adult that could do that work and make the tough decisions. And listen, anytime you're in a leadership position, you're going to have to make a lot of tough um, and, and sometimes very unpopular decisions um, when you're in that in that realm. And that's where Sean Payton is right now. He's going to have to make some real tough decisions about a lot of players that have been around here. But let's face it. None of the players that have been a part of this roster, there isn't one guy on this roster that's ever known what a winning team is. Not one guy, at least not that was homegrown on this roster, I should say. There's some guys that have come from other places like San Francisco that know what it's like to win. But the bottom line, nobody on this roster knows winning. Nobody has been homegrown and, and understands what it is to win in this in this league. So you're going to make some tough or going to have to make some tough decisions. I think that's exactly why this ownership group brought Sean Payton in because they knew they were realistic. They knew there were a lot of tough decisions that were going to have to be made. Listen, you did C.J. Stroud last week, and it's yeah. I I've said this before: bad football is no fun to watch, and I love football. Last week I went to a college game, Oregon Washington. I had Michael Penix and Bo Nix. They're going to play in the NFL. The game was great. And a big part of it was very competent quarterback play. So, Mark, I'm reluctant to bury a quarterback after four games. 
But I also think after five or six that I can go, oh, that works. I'll give a guy. I watched C.J. Stroud. You saw the film. Tell me what you see that he maybe needs to work on and what you, with all your experience, are seeing that is absolutely sustainable and you like. I think there's a couple of things. One, um, he's super mature. When you ask him a question, it's not some football cliche. He actually thinks about the answer. And he comes up with great football you know, he has great football acumen. He can answer the questions. And so that part is is awesome. I think there's a couple of things. Um, talking to people within the organization, the, the skill is not picking the best college quarterback. There's a lot of college things that don't translate to the NFL. The, uh, uh, the, the, the key is to pick the best quarterback in college that has transferable skills to the NFL. And I think when you look at C.J. Stroud, there's a couple of things that just jump off the table at me. He's unbelievably accurate. Well, I would say accuracy is a function of timing. And when you talk about C.J. Stroud, the guy is always on time with the football. Why is he always on time with the football? Because his feet are always in the right and proper position. Our own uh, Joel Cloud always says the timing of the offense is kept in the feet of the quarterback. And think about C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, from the time he was in Little League football, played under center. He played under center at Ohio State. He probably plays more under center than any other quarterback I watch in football. And that timing of his feet is perfect for the routes and the route combinations that he is throwing. And you look at the way the league operates now, most kids that end up being college quarterbacks grew up playing quarterback in these seven-on-seven leagues where you're in shotgun the entirety of the time and your feet don't time up to the routes. And so you look at where he is right now um, in his kind of development, man, he has got NFL caliber footwork, got some of the best footwork there is. And even, you know, Brock Purdy, um, talking about Brock Purdy Purdy and his feet and how good his feet are, uh, right now C.J. Stroud is ahead of where Brock Purdy was as a rookie from a footwork standpoint. So I think that's the thing that makes it so transferable is that his feet are on time. They're constantly where they're supposed to be, which leads to accuracy because the timing is always on. And, and I think that's a big, when you look at him, man, he's, he's just been um, incredible that way. And I think a lot of it has to do with his feet. So I saw a quote from uh, Mike McCarthy says, it's unprecedented the heat Dak gets being the Cowboy quarterback. And I thought of you because you were on the line of John Elway. And I can remember Elway Mm -hmm. early in his career scuffing in some big games until he got a run game. And when I hear, well, you know, the star on the helmet for Dak is unfair. And I'm like, he's in year eight. He's got one more playoff win than Daniel Jones. (laughs) I'm sorry. He's like an old guy. He's the longest tenured quarterback in the league. So talk about the pressure. You saw it with Elway. Now, we didn't have talk radio back then. Not Well, maybe KOA mm-hmm. in Denver was big. But we, didn't, we didn't have mostly talk radio. We had newspaper columnists. It's much louder now. Social media, all that stuff. But talk about sure. what Dak faces and what you saw Elway face and how he handled it. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if you think it's bad in Dallas for Dak, try moving to New York where those <laughs> quarterbacks have to live. In New- I mean, give me a break. Um and man, you do have the star on your helmet. And, you know, with the star, there comes a lot of publicity and a lot of, uh, you know, a, a lot of people are looking at you and you're going to be on the game of the week on Fox every Sunday. And, um, 
you know, and, and that's just the reality of playing in the National Football League. But everything that you've been given uh, as an organization, I mean, you have the best of the best. And we expect you to perform. And, you know, the bottom line is is when it comes time to make a play for a quarterback, like it was for Elway, man, you always walked in the huddle. And I, it didn't matter if we're down 14 points. You knew kind of we had them right where we wanted them, right? We're going to get them because we have the quarterback to get that done. Do you feel that way when Dak Prescott walks into the huddle and you're in a precarious situation as an offense? And and I would I would venture, like, as an analyst, no, I don't feel that way. And I feel that way about several other quarterbacks, but not about Dak necessarily. So, um, boo-hoo, I, you know, I don't, I don't care about the whining and the crying and the, hey, football is tough. Yep, it's tough for us all. Like, every guy's got a lot of pressure on him to perform. That's the profession we picked, and you're the Dallas Cowboys, and people expect more out of you. So, like, I don't, I, it's not nearly as, as vitriolic as it is in, in, for the Daniel Jones and the Giants or for Zach. Wilson in the Jets. I mean, it, you're in Dallas. It's, it can't be that tough. All right. I got a parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD when you download the app. Now for my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'll take Bills minus nine. They played terribly against the New York Giants at New England. Swallow the points. Bills have a better roster, more to play for, as Miami and the Jets now are charging fast. Chargers at the Chiefs all take the Chargers plus five and a half. Why? Chiefs are not a big favorite, still struggling offensively. Connectability between Mahomes and that young receiving group. And I'll take the Eagles minus two hosting the Dolphins. When you punch back at Miami, they can fold. Not a physical team. I think they'll struggle to slow down the Eagles offense. I like the Bills minus nine. Chargers plus five and a half. Eagles minus two. You want to take the Herd parlay? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users code Herd when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. 
But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good seeing you, buddy. Mark Schlereth this week. He's got a little Baker Mayfield. There you go. Atlanta yeah. and Tampa. A little Baker. You know what's funny about it? We always talk about the best quarterback wins a division. The truth is, you can argue he's the best quarterback in the division. <laughs> Frankly, I yeah. uh, Derek Carr drove me nuts last week. So enjoy it. I'll be watching. And good I'll, to see you. Hey, Colin, I'll let Baker know you said hi. By the way, he doesn't think I like him. That is totally false. I love this story. I think he's going to be the next superstar in college football analyst work. So I want you to say I say hi earnestly mm-hmm. and sincerely because I am rooting for him. I absolutely am. Okay. We'll take a picture and we'll send it to him. We'll send it to you. We'll ta- he and I are going to take a picture and okay. we're going to send it to you. I will frame it. I, I will frame it. I swear to you and hang it in my office. I would love that. All right. Thanks. All right. All right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, people think I'm rooting again. No, I'm not. Great wife, very funny. I'm not rooting against. I didn't like Young Baker. I didn't like Young Gino. Rebooted Gino. I love the story. This Baker, I think it's great. He's the best quarterback in the division. Don't do you think it's a good Wait, story if he wins the division? Wait. It's a great story. He's been the best quarterback in the division so far. Well, we don't think it's going to continue the rest of the season, do we? He is better. Then Bryce Young, yes. Desmond Ritter, and Derek Carr. He is. And um, I'm a Carr fan. He's more talented. I don't know if I can get there. I'm sorry. Well, he's at least two. And I would take, okay, let's say, big throw downfield. You've got some protection. Big throw downfield. Derek Carr, Baker. Derek Carr. Okay, I'd be Baker. Now, now there are some Derek Carr things I strongly like. Leadership stuff. Right. But if you're asking me to make a throw, Baker went number one for a reason. Make a throw. Mm. When he has time and can plant, Baker has a good arm. It's not yeah, Josh no, Allen, no, but he's yeah, got a good no, arm. No, yeah. I, it's, I had not thought about him being the best quarterback in the division. That's a crazy question. Like, no, no, no. All we talk about now. He's be- on his third team in the last calendar year, Colin. So, so who leads every division right now? Josh Allen. No, no, no. Tua is uh, the no, Dolphins. No, no, no. Who's the best quarterback oh, in the okay, division? Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Josh, Josh Allen, Allen right. L- uh, Lamar. Or Burrow. But he's come right now. I'm just saying, who's leading each division? Lamar. Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Mahomes. Yeah. Four for four. Jalen Hurts. Jared Goff. Brock Purdy is the only exception. Baker has an argument for the best quarterback in his division. So seven of eight 
our best quarterback. Wait, Purdy or Stafford? Stafford okay. is significantly better. Just than, wanted to make sure. Yeah, okay. it's not close. Okay. Talent. And Stafford, by the way, the Rams are one of the shocks of the league. Major. So, so I mean, if you look at it, if you think Baker's better than Carr, and I think if you asked NFL execs. Oh, that's I a good one. I think it would be 60-40 Baker. I would say 60-40 Carr. All right. Now, listen, again, Carr has been by total the way, horse I manure. This, I want to ask this question. He's been terrible with Carr I don't Carr want Michaels. to be presumptuous, but if there's any NFL executives who I have your phone number, you could hear about this. They're not watching. Yeah, they are. Carr Baker. Who's the better talent? Okay, not from what you've seen this year, just this five, six-game table size. No, 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 no. But as a quarterback talent-wise. Right now, this second, Baker is finally healthy, like he was early in Cleveland. Baker's a better quarterback talent. I don't, I'm not saying it's Josh Allen to Zach Wilson. I'm saying it's inches, not feet. The margins are tiny. One throw, third and seven with protection, 25 yards down the field. I would take Baker. I'm not saying at the mic during controversy. I'm not, I'll take Derek Carr. I'm just saying, make a throw. Carr has been one of the biggest offseason letdowns well, so far this season. No, that's fair. Through five or six games. Like, he's been a letdown. Like, it's not his fault, though. Kamara was suspended. The offensive coordinator, it seems it's, clueless. It, it's been disappointing. That's fair. Uh, all right, J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Speaking of disappointing... Um, the Raiders are not good. Let's just be clear. Uh, I know they've won two straight. They're 3-3, three and three, but they're not a good team. And you know why? Devontae Adams is not happy with his diminished role in the offense. Adam has only been targeted nine times in the last two games. Weirdly, wow. they, they've won both. Now, he did have a little ankle thing, um, but he hasn't scored since week three. Devontae, uh, this sounds like a cry for help, Colin. Yeah. Y'all should know who I am, know what I'm about at this point. So it's not about... You know, when when you're when you're a player like me, mentally, is my benchmark is not wins and losses; it's greatness. So when I go out there, I expect to be able to have that ability to put that on tape and have the uh, an influence on the game. So if I mean, if it don't look like it's supposed to look, then I mean, I'm I'm gonna be frustrated if I'm not a part of that that plan because, as you know, I have I have the opportunity to go and make to to change that and make it look like a much better pitcher out there. And if that doesn't happen, then I'm gonna be frustrated. Sounds like a guy who wants to trade, Colin. Well, we heard some of this sort of talk with Justin Jefferson before he was moved in Minnesota. No, no, Diggs. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. Stephon Diggs. Uh, but the weird thing with Adams is, so they've won these two games. Not ha- Neither has been pretty. Adams hasn't done much. They're gonna if they beat the Bears this weekend, they're definitely not trading Devontae Adams well, before the deadline. We've we've talked about this. The league has pivoted to the side of the ball with the quarterback. They're offensive. They have an offensive coach. Devontae, Hunter Renfro, Jacobs. Good backup. Garoppolo's won games. Jacoby Myers has been fantastic. Jacoby Myers. You can say what you want about the Raiders. I said this all offseason. I'll double down on it. They have one great defensive pass rusher and really nice offensive pieces with an offensive coach. That, in this league, makes the playoffs. Now, well, I don't. I'm not say what you want. I'm not saying they are, but go. What does Kansas City have right now? One expensive, great pass rusher, and they have an offensive coach. One great weapon. 
Go well, look at... They've whiffed on a million draft picks. Uh, that, that, no the Raiders, question. The Chiefs have hit That's theirs, right. which has helped, right? Yeah. But if you look at what the Chiefs have now, offensive coach, quarterback, hmm. good left tackle, big-time weapon, and one great defensive. That's by the way. That's okay. what the Rams have. So if you look at the Rams and the Raiders, they've got the right pieces, and they're spending the money on the right side. Right. I think the Raiders' offensive talent is undervalued okay. in this league. Now I will let's go back. Come back to reality over here. Let me show you the schedule. Okay, after Chicago, they are at Detroit. They will be considerable they will, underdogs. They will lose that game. They have a. a they face the Giants at home and Win. then the Jets at home. When they're not beating the Jets, yes, they are. I'll be there. By the way. Me and my brother, my brother hooked me up with some. Okay, they're going to beat both New York teams. Oh, stop it. And they're beating Chicago. So that means. Wait, they're... no, no. They're not beating the Jets, Colin. Jimmy Garoppolo or AOC against the Jets defense? Say goodnight. All right, after that, at Miami, that's an L. That's an L. Versus Kansas City. Where? What does it matter? It's where? Kansas. Stop it. it. Fine, in Vegas. Stop. Goes to overtime Are loss. Are you crazy? Come on. Uh, Minnesota. They when? have the late bye. Minnesota, they could beat. Win. Uh, Chargers loss. Uh, Chiefs loss. Mm. At Gardner Minshew. Win. And then versus Denver. Win. How many wins is that? That's like close to nine. That's not happening. Side wager? I've, I've won like 32 milkshakes from you. No. <laughs> and nine steak dinners. Funny. It's Thursday. You're getting a little crazy in power hour. Stop. <laughs> this is not happening. They're not making. I mean, we can do something. I'm just we, telling let's you. Let's make it interesting. They are too good offensively. The Raiders have too many good offensive what, players. Colin, not what, viable. what are you talking about? They haven't scored more than 18 points because, in a game. I'm sorry, 21 playing. points. They have not scored more than 21 in a game. Oh, that's funny. Go look at the Chiefs' last six games. They're not scoring either. They got the defense. The, Chiefs, the, the Raiders are just getting lucky facing terrible oh, teams. God. Denver, lucky, lucky. Um, Pittsburgh is oh, not good. Lucky. Um, Green Bay stinks. The Patriots are arguably the worst team in the league. They have three wins over teams that I think Denver has how many wins? One. Let me Green Bay has how many wins? Two. Let me just say this. One. If Do the Jets have a... I'm going to ask you a fair question. Here we go. Do the Jets, and be reasonable, have a pass rusher as good as Max Crosby? Absolutely no. Okay, not. No. Do the Jets have a receiver as good as Devontae Adams? G- uh, Garrett Wilson's Absolute. in the, he's in the vicinity. N- Dude, different area codes. No. Do they have a left tackle as good as Colton Miller? Uh, no. no, they don't. Okay. Pass rusher, weapon, left tackle. Oh, come on. And by the way, Garoppolo or Zach Wilson, one start. I'm taking okay. Garoppolo. Go back to the GM thing we did five, ten minutes ago Defensive. and ask your people. Okay. Who, whose roster are you taking? Jets or Raiders? That's a no-brainer. I'm the Jets saying, have way more talent. On defense. I'm telling you right now. The most important positions in the Reece NFL. Reese Hall or Josh Jacobs? Let's hear it. Come on. Both great. Oh, Josh no. Jacobs is running no, with listen. a piano on his back five, this year. He can't do anything. Five most important positions in the NFL. Coach. I get an offensive guy. Quarterback, Raiders. I'll give you Weapon, Raiders. Left tackle, Raiders. Edge rush, Raiders. Every key position, Raiders are as good or better than the Jets. Okay, November 12th. It's a Sunday night football game. I can't wait. Come with me to that. Come on. It's in Vegas. Gas up the helicopter or whatever you got. <laughs> All right, I guess, I, drive we, should, a, I guess yeah. we should probably move on. But no, no, seriously. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, next up, Jag Saints tonight, Colin. Still no official word on Trevor Lawrence. Jacksonville's hot. Two wins in London, and then they beat Gardner Minshew last week. We still don't know uh, if Lawrence is going to try to give it a go. It sounds like a game-time decision. Who you got? 
Saints are currently at two. It seems like every, nobody has inside info because it hasn't hit three since early in the week. I would um, take the Saints. And the under. And the under. Trevor Lawrence plays. I will go Jags. I don't think he's going to play. Jags win? If he plays. Ooh. But my, my take is this is actually one of the better bets of the week. Saints. Yes. You're basically betting is is he ready to play? And so if it's a 50-50 could play, couldn't play, the Saints are a great side to be on tonight because 100% Derek Carr is going to play, and he's ticked off but about last week. But his offensive line is they got two guys that are down. It's This is going to be a slobber knocker. Um, I think it's a Chris Olave game. Just file that away. Tyson Campbell, the best Jags corner, is out. Chris Olave, who hasn't been done anything in weeks, expect a big night from him. Now, this story is interesting, Colin. Final okay. story just emerged in the last hour, okay? And in the NBA. So, Terry Stotts is an assistant coach for the Bucks. You know who Terry Stotts used to coach? Damian Lillard in Portland. Well, guess who just stepped down as assistant coach in Milwaukee? Terry Stotts. This is Dame's guy. Dame has been there for, what, a month? Is this Dame's guy? or They were together for nine years. We're a great relationship. They both talked about it. Okay, so what, what, is, is, what is Woj saying? We don't know yet. I think Woj is just playing the news right now as we let things unravel. But something is afoot in Milwaukee. That is a weird move. Terry Stotts and Dame had a great relationship. Dame you, has been open about they were So what, what's happening? I don't know yet. This is just coming out. Um, That's a weird story. Something. Do, we, do you get on? I'm going to get on during the break. Get on what? Just text the people we trust. Okay. That, that I mean, there's an answer I think we to this trust story. Different people. So I, I I don't know. This uh, there is drama some... already with Dame. In, well, uh, I'm not, we're not blaming Dame. We don't know. It. No, but it's surrounding Dame. This is Terry Stotts as the assistant coach. Come on, that's his guy. All right, let's get on the phone. Uh, okay, you 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 can take the baton on that. Well, one. I gotta take a break. Do we have to take a break? I don't know what we're doing. Do you have another story? I do. I might. Well, then do you it. You want to do the... the do, yeah, well, we do don't the, have another story here, but do you want to do that other story we talked about, um, Michigan State? No, I don't want to talk about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> you were hot on it earlier at the commercial break. That's a fun story. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. All right, back in a second, The Herd. One more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you play this week's Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. Download the Fox Sports app and enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. Okay, there's a story about Michigan football. NCAA has uh, advised Big Ten teams they are investigating Michigan football. It's a pretty good sign you're back on top in college football. When all the little leaks start happening from your rivals. So they play Michigan State this weekend. And suddenly now the story is, well, somebody, according to the NCAA and a couple of reporters who we noted earlier, uh, somebody on the Michigan staff snooping around somebody else's practices, trying to read their bat signals, whatevs. Uh, Harbaugh's on fire, dominating the sport. Only Georgia has been um, better in the last two years. Because they've beaten Ohio State soundly. So the only program right now in the country, last two years better than Michigan, is Georgia. And I think this year, Michigan's now, in year three, better than Georgia. So this is a three-year run. Michigan is the second-best team in the country or first. 
And so here come the wolves and the witch hunts and the envy. Somebody trying to steal signals. Give me a break. Feels a little like Pete Carroll, though, at the end. Frustrated with the NCAA. NFL rumors when he was at USC. Here is Joel Klatt uh, yesterday on why Michigan now uh, is as high as it's ever been. Jim has built a great program, and he's, and he's done it in a unique way in a day and age in which it's, the sport is built around offense and tempo and volume. He's gone the opposite direction and built his program about, about culture and toughness and power. And, and power. This is his deepest team that he's ever had. I will not be shocked if Michigan breaks the record of players drafted in one single draft next spring. That's pretty impressive. I mean, that Bama run, topping that. Last four years, Georgia, topping that. So, uh, J-Mac and I talked about it earlier that, uh, not that it's much to do about nothing, but it feels a little petty. Somebody stealing signals. Mm, sounds like a rival about to get their uh, yeah. butt kicked. Who are maybe going through their own little drama on campus with their coach, who but, they recently fired, and they would love to see Harbaugh move on out of state and out of. By the way, college football. I don't have this sourced or anything, but I don't buy the rumors. Urban Meyer's going to Michigan State. Hmm. Why? why, why I, not buy? that I would have this sourced at all, but I don't think so. Obvious reasons. Yeah. Let's enter a program that's got a mess on its hands and have to face the hottest program in the country every year guaranteed Michigan. And oh, by the way, the second or third best program all time, Ohio State. And here comes USC, Washington, Oregon. Yeah, I think I'll pass on that job. Michigan State at best, if you include Wisconsin, is the sixth with the new Big Ten. The new Big Ten. Michigan State is the sixth best job. I would take, first of all, I'd take Ohio State over it. I'd take Michigan over it. I'd take USC over it. I'd take Washington, Oregon over it. And I would take Wisconsin over it, although it's go either way. Ooh, I think that's a Cam hot take. Well, Camp Randall, Michigan, Wisconsin's athletic department is legendarily well-funded. They support everything. I'm saying Michigan State would be my sixth to seventh best hmm. job now. Washington wait, is a better wait, job than Michigan so wait, State. Washington's very good this year, but what, what are the other uh, deciding factors for Washington over Michigan State? Um, Seattle, major city. East Lansing uh, is not money. an international hub? Come on. Seattle is the home of Microsoft, Starbucks, <laughs> Safeco. I mean, it's a big market, big boosters. By the way, they played this year. Washington won by 30. It's not close. But and Washington's, Washington's got a net this year. Well, they, they, whenever, they, whenever Washington gets the right coach, they compete for a national title. Hmm. Rick Neuheisel, Kalen DeBoers, Chris Peterson, and Don James. Every single time, within two years, they're in the national championship. Top six, seven picture. Michigan State's not. Nick Saban didn't win big at Michigan State. I like Michigan State. It's the sixth to seventh best job in the conference. Hmm. And it's not Oregon. They don't got Phil Knight. It's not Oregon. Yeah. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the herd. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts